0: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold right here on the Dustin Gold Standard, and you're listening to Payne.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, join us over there. Leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts and a comment. I love the comments, folks. I really love them. I was kind of half stuck in the Trump voice there for a second. It was... (laughs) Kind of weird, actually. I was almost ready to bust back into him. But, folks, let's move on uh, here. So we've covered – what did we get into? We just mentioned Biden's executive order, and then I wanted to show you some technologies that are growing out of this biotech sector, basically the technocracy. And so uh, we took a look at the Ukraine 2030 prison planet model. We took a look at Ida. Then we just looked at some digital twins. And now this is another article sent to me by Maria Albanese. And thanks to her, I've gone down some serious rabbit holes, folks. And... I want to talk about this because it loops right into the matrix the clip that i showed you the other day if you remember i was telling you about the giant orchard it looked like rows of trees in an apple orchard but hanging from sort of these mechanical root system there were these sacks and they were basically like a woman's uterus you know with the ambionic fluid and the placenta such inside of this uterus hanging from trees And I said, all these technologies are coming to fruition that we're in the matrix. And so this is an article from April 2022 in Genetic Literacy Project, Science, Not Ideology. And so Maria sent this to me. That's at geneticliteracyproject.org. And the title is Artificial Wombs, The Coming Era of Motherless Births? Question mark. And so it looks like a, there's an illustration here of a laboratory. I'll tweet this out and the sort of blue orb uteruses with babies inside with tubes hooked up to them and then sort of flat screen monitors and then some kind of big, like fluid chamber above them. And there's like four of them in the drawing. It looks just like the matrix, except it's blue instead of pink. Uh, And it says right here, scientifically it's called ectogenesis, a term coined by J.B.S. Haldane in 1924. And let me stop there. So you say to yourself, who is J.B.S. Haldane or Haldane, H-A-L-D-A-N-E? And so that's what spiraled me down into this rabbit hole of knowledge folks. Let me finish this first paragraph. And then what we're going to do is I'm going to back up and show you some videos I found, uh, going back seven years ago, kind of the beginning of the normalization of this technology. And then what we'll do is we'll work forward utilizing this article and we'll go into the technology as we're at least supposed to believe uh, it's at today and where it's going, because this is very, very, very important. And this will tie back into Biden's executive order. Trust me, it will. And then we can look into J.B.S. Haldane, because he is instrumental, instrumental in the modern technocratic and really the transhumanist movement so scientifically it's called ectogenesis a term coined by jbs haldane in 1924 a hugely influential science popularizer haldane did for his generation what carl sagan did later in the century he got people thinking and talking about the implications of science and technology on our civilization it did not shy away from inventing new words in order to do so describing ectogenesis as pregnancy occurring in an artificial environment from fertilization to birth Haldane predicted that by 2074 this would account for more than 70 percent of human births his prediction may yet be on target now let me just recap that for you okay so he got people thinking and talking about the implications of science and technology on our civilization now he did that in the same way that aiden the creator of the ada robot the ida robot did um basically creating it in order to normalize it and humanize it, okay he got them talking about it, talking about accepting it he also did this in the same way that Ray Kurzweil the popularizer of singularity right, and these ideas of transhumanism, mind uploading putting nanobots into your bloodstream so that's what he is, I look at him as almost this modern, I mean the, the, the Ray Kurzweil is sort of this modern day version of this guy So let me just give you a little bit more on this, and then we're going to roll back seven years, Uh, even though we're back here in 1924. His prediction may yet be on target. In discussing the idea in his words, uh, Daedalus, a reference to the inventor in Greek mythology who, through his invention, strived to bring humans to the level of gods. Haldane was diving into issues of his time, namely eugenics, and the first widespread debates over contraception and population control. Okay, so let's just break this down for a second. Daedalus, right, was this inventor in Greek mythology. Well, where else have I told you about Greek mythology? Peter Thiel's company, Ambrosia. Which is focused on injecting young blood into older people and promising them life extension, which is what Ray Kurzweil wants. And Peter Thiel is big into the singularity, as we've proven here on the show. And Peter has proven in his own words. So, ambrosia comes from Greek mythology, it is the term used for the concoction that gods drank to give them immortality and now young blood injections will give you immortality in a sense or the steps towards immortality so they love this greek mythology peter thiel uses the greek mythology now i'm introducing a new guy to this to this jbs haldane who wrote a book daedalus based on the inventor in greek mythology who strive to bring humans to the level of gods now who else strives to bring humans to the level of gods well you have ray kurzweil you have elon musk you have peter thiel you have many 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 others and then you have the king philosopher who sort of uh proselytizes about this stuff that's Yuval noah harari the king philosopher to the world economic forum and the force industrial reich and so he talks about how data will create the gods of the new era how people could be gods if they merge with machine you see where i'm going with this folks so this jbs haldane i went and started doing some more research on him which we will get to uh soon but I want to show you without going into depth in this article yet because I need to tie this into Haldane I am going to show you this technology of women being able to give birth which they're not at all uh to a child in these Artificial wombs, so it actually takes away the birth process from the woman, as we've learned extensively, my wife and I, over the last uh, few months in birth classes dealing with our midwives. There's more and more women now who, because of pop culture, have been talked into just going the direction of a C section basically, slicing open their stomach and taking out the baby instead of birthing it naturally through the uh, vagina. And so now it's the process of beginning to talk to women about giving birth to a baby inside of an artificial womb that's not even inside them. And so now they're taking away the, you know, males having to be involved in the process using in vitro. um, And now they're going to take away women by not actually having to carry the baby so you can just pick up your baby uh, from the lab. Oh, this is great stuff, folks. I mean, this is... The movie the matrix did i not tell you that it sounds crazy but when we get back let me just show you seven years ago how they were beginning to create the propaganda necessarily necessary to normalize this technology and then we'll eventually get into where that technology is today ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, but I had to bring this into the gold standard, into the gold pillar lexicon here, folks. You need to learn about this guy, JBS Haldane. We're going to get into him, but I want to go back in time now seven years ago and show you when they first started unveiling this technology began to normalize this technology began to prime us for what was to come in the future of which we are starting to see rolled out now it started to be rolled out again publicly this year and so let's go back seven years ago and let's watch this video for those of you in the audio only audience up on the screen here where the video frozen there is a sheep inside of what looks like a giant iv bag okay like a plastic bag and there are hoses and there's some kind of plugs inside of the sheep It looks really creepy. It looks like something straight out of the Matrix. So let's watch this. Let's set up this whole rabbit hole that Maria sent me down.
1: What you are looking at is a living, breathing, swallowing, premature baby lamb inside a bag filled with fluid. It's called an artificial womb and is meant to mimic the real thing, a mother's uterus.
0: Okay, really creepy. This thing is like... Moving around inside of it, but clearly, you know, not awake. I mean, but it's moving around its eyes are closed Now you're looking at a team of scientists here in a lab.
1: Canadian researcher Dr Emily Partridge helped create the so-called bio bag with a team of scientists in Philadelphia The tests are on lambs, but the goal is meant to eventually help human babies
2: right now uh
0: Okay, the goal is to help human babies now again They have to humanize this stuff, okay? This is seven years ago. They have to humanize it. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm cold and crass, and maybe I come across that way sometimes in the show. But I believe there's a difference between a quest for immortality, a difference between taking away the process of creating a baby between a man and a woman, the difference between a woman actually carrying that child naturally, giving birth to it naturally, um then then this step towards this technocratic transhumanism and so just like Elon Musk neuralink brain chip where they have to set the stage that it's going to help people with paralysis people with dementia people with alzheimers um autism and such they always have to create this emotional connection to people to tug at the heartstrings in order to get people to cheer on the technology. And so that at the dinner table, if someone like me brings it up as a Frankenstein technology, they can shoot back at me and say, you're heartless. You're terrible. So of course they're going to set this up that there's going to be these premature babies or these babies inside the mother's womb that are breached, or they have to be taken out early via C-section that can then go inside of these artificial womb, uh, incubators a step beyond incubators but these artificial wombs and so one of the things i'll say that we learned from Ardula, doula uh, who works with all types of clients including some that choose to use hospitals and she had three home birth babies herself homeschools her kids very intelligent woman uh, my wife loves her and so she had been telling our class we take our uh, 10 week two to three hour a week class with her uh, birth class how the hospitals will constantly want to ultrasound you and scan you and what they're doing is they're always looking for an opportunity to push induction which is to force the baby to come out early or c-section on women now because they wanna basically take it out in an unnatural way. And so they're constantly looking for that. So she was warning some of the clients in our class who are using a hospital and not using midwives for a home birth, just be very careful because they'll keep pushing you to get ultrasound after ultrasound and they'll say oh my god the placenta is low the placenta is high the placenta is separating this is going on that's going on this is going on that's going on we need to induce labor now we need to do a c-section we need to take the baby out and so they're creating this situation to get it out early and you'll see later that's sort of where this technology is headed It's, it's not even a slippery slope because because it's not the in- introduction of the technology ends up leading to these things i believe there's actually ill will and darkness behind the initial intention of creating any of these they're never about actually helping humanity and i hate to have to say that but in my honest opinion that's true there's not the intention of helping humans they will get good-hearted humans to cheer it on believing that the intention is to help humanity, but that's not the goal of this.
2: What happens if you're born at 23 weeks, um, the, the analogy that we use is you're sort of like a fish on dry land. You're really not ready to be out of a fluid environment, and we sort of have to do our best to try to compensate for those physiologic insults.
1: About half of premature babies, those born at 23 weeks, don't survive. And those who do survive, the majority, suffer lifelong illnesses and serious disabilities. Many with underdeveloped lungs need to be placed on ventilators attached to incubators. The artificial womb is meant to provide a safer environment by trying to bridge the gap for the babies who are born too early. This is a much...
0: Now, now, let me just say, if there's anyone out there in the audience with premature babies or such, I don't want to act like I'm a heartless person. Um, but I would have to do further research on this because I'd like to know, um, are premature births up or down uh, since COVID-land, the high school theater production? Um You know what were they 100 years ago compared to 50 years ago compared to 20 years ago are the pharmaceuticals that we're using now is the healthcare system in its current form under sort of the Rockefeller healthcare system is it causing more premature babies is this a situation in which they have created a problem, provoked a reaction and now they're offering the solution I always tend to believe that because I don't believe there's any good hearted people at the investment level that uh, get behind this stuff because they're truly philanthropic. I believe that they create the problem. And then they roll out this technology, they begin the R&D, they hire people to work on it because they're developing a technology that's intended to be used for a completely different purpose down the road. But they're going to introduce it this way and get human trials and get people on board with it, get money behind it, uh, normalize it and humanize it uh, because they're going to do something really horrible in the future with it. That's just how I think all the time um because I just don't trust them and they've given me no reason to trust them and it always turns out that the technologies they develop are used for bad and not for good and so that's where my head goes with this kind of stuff but if this has happened to you I'm I'm very sorry for you I pray for you and in, in all honesty uh, and I know that some people will want access to this kind of technology uh, I'm not saying if it exists and it's going to help you I mean at this point it's out there I would say use it but I'm just saying for everyone else i know this is headed you know for something that's really bad and really anti-human all right let's continue
2: more protective and really a much more physiologic environment for the fetus this is really how they were meant to reside
1: in this research the lambs tested were equivalent in age to a 23 week human fetus they were taken from their mothers via c-sections and placed in transparent bags filled with a liquid substitute for amniotic fluid
0: Right, so they cut open the lamb's stomach, the mother lamb, at 23 weeks, took the baby out and put it inside of the bag. Or it's representative of 23 weeks in in a human, and they put it inside basically the matrix fake uterus.
1: The lamb's umbilical cord is attached to a machine that doubles as a placenta, which exchanges carbon dioxide in the blood with oxygen. No ventilator is needed since the lamb's heart does all the pumping. Researchers say some of the lambs remained healthy in their liquid bag for over a four week period, breathing normally, opening their eyes. Some even grew wool. The lambs were later euthanized.
0: Right, so after the lambs uh, successfully lived inside of the uterus, they then euthanized them, they killed them, because then they're going to run experiments on them. Folks, it's always, you know interesting to me that these Dr. Frankensteins are willing to do this on the animals and then they start seeking, you know, humans to be part of their trials and you wonder what uh, they're doing to these humans. There's plenty of television shows, sci-fi shows that get into this stuff.
1: So they could be studied.
2: We've been pretty astounded at how normally the lungs have grown and matured. Over four weeks in the artificial womb, we're turning out lambs that essentially look indistinguishable from lambs that have been born uh, normally.
1: But let's be cautious, says this Toronto neonatal doctor. It's a very innovative idea, and I think it has merit to be tested, but uh, we need to go step by step into the human experimentation. Researchers hope to begin clinical trials on human babies in the next three to five years. Then down the road, neonatal units could come equipped with these incubators of the future. Not much different than what's there now, say researchers, except a baby will be placed inside a biobag.
0: Yeah. Okay. So folks, that's seven years ago. Okay. Seven years ago, they start to normalize the technology, introduce it to the public. And they're basically cutting a mother lamb's stomach open, taking out the baby, shoving inside of the plastic fake uh, uterus inside of the artificial womb. And then they're letting the lambs grow, then killing them to study them. And now, seven years ago, they're talking about eventually putting a baby in it. And when we come back here, I'm going to try to do a show tomorrow, but it is, believe it or not, a total irony here, we're having a baby shower tomorrow for my wife. So I'm going to go to that. I may pop on and be able to do a show. If I do, we're going to get into where the technology is at today. And then I'm going to go backwards and show you who J.B.S. Haldane is. And I'm going to show you what that gentleman was working on, the man who developed and popularized the technology in which these current technocrats are utilizing. And you can decide for yourself, if I'm right or wrong, that the intentions of the technology – that's being built today are intended to save humans and premature babies to make humanity better? Or was it designed from a place of darkness? Did it come from a place of ill intent? And I will show you, and I think you will believe that they are just rolling out technology that was designed from a place of of darkness now folks tonight close your eyes have a nice dream go into the dark as you enter sunday i hope you have a wonderful weekend ladies and gentlemen i will be at the baby shower tomorrow and hopefully i will crank out this show for you i appreciate you tuning in over the weekend ladies and gentlemen join us over at pain.tv slash gold i am dustin gold and this is the dustin gold standard
2: the matrix is a computer generated dream world built
0: to keep us under control in order to change a human being. More listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at slash gold.